Hola, soy Lola, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and as always, I am here to lead the expedition, because you know what? It's what I do. You just grab the bull by the horns and just run it across the field until it decides it wants to run us over. But that's not the important part. This is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Ancient Ring, which means one thing. We have a special guest for you. This person can be found right here in Maryland. We actually met each other randomly at a grocery store. It's not even a lie. That is 100% fact. So give up to the man himself, JT, the host, the founder, the man on a mission with the O Face Wrestling Podcast. What up, everyone? Thanks for having me on the show, man. Man, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. <laughs> me as well. It was cool because, like I said, like we, I was just walking through a grocery store. I just happened to see you with a, a wrestling shirt, and I was like, yo, oh, you're a wrestling fan. And then, you know, this yeah. <laughs> it was That was pretty funny. Yeah, if I wasn't wearing that Bray Wyatt shirt, you know, we wouldn't be doing this right now. But, yeah, I, I've had a lot of people, like, say stuff to me when wearing wrestling shirts, especially at the grocery store that we met at. Um, People like, oh, you like wrestling? Cool. And that was kind of like it, you know, but we actually had the conversation and obviously it led to this. So I thought that was uh, pretty neat. Yeah, it was cool. And then, like, to see, like, um, a few of the guests that you have, we've had on the show as well. Um, just to name a couple, we had, uh, you know, Shaw Guerrero was like the top one. And I think like really to be real, uh, Kakoa was another one that we both have had, Ariel MX, like there's like a whole list. Yeah. Amber Rodriguez. <laughs> Such a cool person too. Like I, I really enjoy like having, uh, like she's a great companion. Like I talk to her a lot, just like just to be us on the side and yeah, such a great person, man. Such a great attitude as well. Yeah, I like her a lot. I've had her on the show twice so far, and uh, we're actually talking about doing something in the future with um, Danny B and um, Promise Braxton, because, you know, they're in that little, like, faction, queendom, so I thought that'd be cool to work with them. Yeah, 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 no doubt, man, especially, um, and I know, I think you've had Amber Rodriguez on as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've had all of them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, like, the list of names that we've, like, we, because we talked about a bunch of people, too, like, just off, off-site, got people thinking they're gonna call anyway so yeah it's funny how we've had a bunch of names a bunch of people come through and just like you've interviewed them and I'm, I'm very curious on like how did you get started with your podcast well it's actually kind of funny because um at the time I was kind of in and out of jobs so I, I had some free time and I was thinking like you know when I'm not like applying for jobs maybe I should do some kind of side project thing so originally I was gonna do um like streaming games on YouTube and then, so I created Twitter. I followed, you know, a whole bunch of gamers and stuff like that. But I also followed my friends. And you'll probably hear me talk about them a lot during this episode from those wrestling girls. So I noticed that they were live tweeting during, um, it was either Raw or SmackDown. And I thought like, wow, people, you know, live tweet during wrestling shows. So I just kind of got into it. And um, I met a lot of friends doing it with them. And um, and then just like becoming really good friends with P. Um, I just started getting the itch to like really like do something because it has been an idea that I've had for years and um I just never really went through with it because I just didn't know how to do it so I reached out to her and she told me about Anchor so that's actually how I started we were audio only and I was just literally holding my phone up you know just recording on Anchor 
And then it led to me eventually like, oh, let me start doing stuff on YouTube. And then, you know, boom, there, you know, podcast, you know. Yo, that's, that's, that's so funny because that's like, that's how we got, we got started with Anchor as well. It was one of those things where we, um, we just didn't, we really didn't know, but like I had done a podcast previously um, with a friend of mine. We just did an MMA podcast and the same way, man, we have phones. We're talking on the phone like this the whole time. And then, like, I joined in with a bunch of other dudes. Um, I think they're called it's Franken Culture Presents Frankensteiner, um, which that was, like, one of the badass names. I'm not going to lie. Um, but we did it with them. And then, like, yeah, we journeyed through the whole thing, too. And then, like, I was at a random backyard wrestling show. And I met this dude named Chaz Evans. And he was like, hey, man, like, uh, I'm going to do a podcast. And I was like, yeah. And I left the one podcast and went 100% in and then we started finding like all the pieces and just like you like we evolved and now we just we do this <laughs> yeah it's crazy how you can start from something so little and just grow so much it's like once you start learning more about it because you know you don't if you don't use anchor you don't realize how easy it is and how much it actually does for you for free and then when I got zoom obviously I know you're familiar with that because you're using it right now it does everything for you too when you're done recording it automatically uploads the video audio only that's how that's what I do now is like I put the audio only file on anchor still and it, it does everything and then you just kind of learn things you know like I you know um, I use um I don't know if you're familiar with the app it's called InShot. I use that to actually put together like my intro with you can put like video multiple videos and connect them together you, you do like the editing it's like the best thing ever it's also free um and very easy to use so you just start learning all these little tricks and it it just it just becomes so much easier and it makes you look more professional obviously and it, it's just fun like I, you know, I tell people all the time I do this for fun, you know, it's, it's not a job or anything like that. It just, it's such a huge passion. Like it's like football, which used to be my number one is like really taking a step back. Cause I'm just so, I'm always recording and looking, you know, looking for other wrestlers to be on the show. It, it's just so much fun. Yeah. I feel like that's like, that's like me too. Like I, I know I put, like, I love football. I'm a huge Broncos fan. I pushed all that to the side. Cause I was like, I'm in this, I'm in this. And it's, it's funny because I agree, like, it's, it doesn't really feel like a job, though. I think the hardest part of, like, doing a podcast is, like, is finding guests, right? Like, otherwise, there's always content to talk about in the wrestling world, whether you're talking about um, situations like Charlotte or you're even talking about things that are going on in the indie scene or maybe the PWI 500 wrestlers or top 100 female wrestlers. You know, like, you, you get all this cool stuff to talk about all the time. So, yeah, you're right, man. It's, just, it's super easy. And then it's funny how you said the, the program you're using because we I use Viva Video actually and I take everything I put it on the cloud and then I download it to my phone I just edit all my podcasts like on my phone and then I just push it up from there so I that I like the, the convenience of like being able to do it on the go <laughs> yeah that's what I do too you know I um obviously get saved to my um my computer and then you know I upload it on my um, Google Docs and then from my Google Docs to my phone and then the end shots, you know, that's on my yeah. phone. So it, it's just so easy, like it, how you could do everything from a phone now versus, you know, because I'm not good at computers. I'll be honest with you. I'm not, you know, when I tried using some of these other apps to record with and stuff like that, I, I just could not figure it out on the computer. Like it, I could not figure out Skype. I could not figure out Google Hangouts, you know, and then, you know, luckily Zoom is so freaking easy. Like I'm just not good with computers. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's kind of a tough one too. Like I know, like for us, I I have like another podcast that I also work on that, uh, 
we use Skype and like I keep telling them like, yo, we got to use, use Zoom because it's, it's easy. And they're like, nah, we'll just stick here. I'm like, man, that's missing out on the convenience of doing everything for fun. Um, so when did you start noticing like the podcast was like starting to grow and like take over? Um, I would say, because I started it in June of 2019, I would say probably around the end of 2019 is when I really started seeing, you know, a boost in it, and that's when I actually started getting, like, the wrestlers and all, and then as far as times, I'll start noticing, like, more bumps, like, in the month of July is when I started bumping up from two wrestlers a month to three. I'm like, hey, I'm getting because I started noticing the more wrestlers you get on your show, the more easier it is to get other wrestlers. I guess, you know, they do their research and they see all these wrestlers on your show. So they're like, OK, um, I've, I'm really actually starting to see even a bigger bump as of late. I'm because one of my things that I really wanted is I, I want people to start reaching out to me. And that's what happened. I mean, you reached out, you know, recently to set up this recording. Um, I had some random dude on Instagram reach out to me about a wrestler that he's friends with, you know, wanted me to feature, you know, her on the show. And then another group, and it's actually really funny how this happened too. Um, I actually yesterday recorded with um, Kaya Dream. I don't know if you're familiar with her. She, she, um, she's a part of that, that group on um, culture Inc. And they actually reached out to me yesterday when I was at work asked, asking if I would interview her. And I'm like, I'm actually recording with her today, but like, yeah, that the fact that I'm getting people reaching out to me that like that shows that I'm doing something right. So I, I really like that. And like I said, I'm really starting to notice like progression because at first it was really slow and you know now I'm noticing the bump in the views and the episodes and everything like that so it 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 it's a grind and it takes time but you know if you're doing all the right things you'll you'll notice the progress yeah and you know, we're actually in talks with culture inc about bringing all of them on the show and like doing a full recording with all those guys because you're right like it's it's crazy to think that there's like there's thousands and thousands of wrestlers out there and you're trying to like interact with every one of them I think for us like we've done a hundred, we've done a hundred interviews, like over a hundred interviews and like trying to like space that out and put those in places so people can see like who's coming and who's been on the show. Like that's hard. It's, it sucks. Like playing the dates and stuff like that. Like how do you find it? Like, how do you find it? Like recording wise, you find it pretty simple. Yeah. I mean, every time I reach out to a wrestler, um, I give them my schedule you know my like work schedule and what's best for me and we just kind of work out um I actually and I'll show you right now I have a big calendar every time I actually set up a recording with the wrestler I put them on the calendar so I can kind of keep track of who when I'm recording just so I know I'm not like double booking or anything like that so it, it simplifies everything yeah, yeah. I, I just started that actually I just like legitimately this year I just started that so like all of January I put in like all my recordings and my wife was like well, why don't you get a planner? I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, because if I have a planner, I'll stop using it like instantly. I was like, give the calendar, it's 12 pages and I can legit just see everybody that's going. And then like, sometimes like I will find myself double booked, but like I try to like space it out. So at least I give myself like a little bit of time to like, like if I got to hurry up and make some adjustments or do some quick notes, like I can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I feel you on that, like the whole like, all right, I know, I know I can start recording at like 2 p.m. I'm good all the way to like 8 p.m. So there's a six hour gap. And if we can't find yeah. a window to record, it is what it is. <laughs> exactly. And like, um, 
what I also do too is I have like another like actual like old school like textbook like this and every time I actually um every month I like literally write down all the wrestlers that I'm having the the day that I'm dropping the episode stuff like that so it like when you are constantly interviewing wrestlers you have to be organized and I've tried going through the route of like doing it on my phone like on the calendar on your phone and stuff like that but it's so much simpler doing it old school and you just have the big wide piece of paper or whatever calendar and you just have everything there it's just it's so much easier the only thing that sucks is if I'm not home and I'm like DMing a wrestler um while I'm at work I might have to hold off on actually confirming something until I get home to see my calendar but that's about it yeah, I think because I have a team that we also run, and they they're usually on the debate show. But a lot of them like coming on the interviews, depending on like what time it's at. So I can come on the interviews and ask questions. And so for me, like I have to use like so I have like my own. I have another Gmail that I legit just I just hit the the button, put in a wrestler, and then I send it out to everybody, and I can see like who's looked at it and who hasn't. So I'm just like, all right, if you guys want to, just confirm. Let me see if you're gonna pop on the show or not, and. It's yeah, you're, it's it's tedious for me, but at the end of the day, like it helps them and it helps me out because I go back home. Maybe I'll like book somebody and I'll be like, all right, what time did I book in that? And I can go back to my calendar, I check it, put it down, and I go back through and I start searching like their wrestling database, mm-hmm. <laughs> where they've been, who they're working with, who's who they've worked with, big names that they may have, you know, like work or have worked, big promotions. Just it's yeah. It's a lot of work to do. <laughs> it is. Like, I find myself um, a lot of the times having to do a lot of research, too, on the wrestlers and stuff like that. Um, because, you know, when I that's, that, that was one of my biggest issues. When I first started, I felt like my interviews were so boring because I was asking all the same questions. And they were all the basic generic questions. So I, fi- I find it if you, like, do the research and look at the promotions and titles they won and just stuff like that, it makes it um, – it makes it for a better interview because it shows that you did your research. And um, I also had like a team as well. We call ourselves the O-Face squad. Um, I have two co-hosts out of that, um, Jackson and Brianna. Brianna does come for, you know, for some of the interviews on um, her schedule is really busy. Um, Jaxie, it's really hard because she actually lives in the UK. So it's like a big time difference. So it's, it's hard to kind of fit her in there. But um, my friend, um, Tim, who's a part of the squad, he's actually a little upset with me that I didn't invite him to the interview I just did with Renee Michelle because he has a huge cross on him. But like, dude, like, you know, you're thirsty. Like, I don't know how you're going to hold hold up, you know, in this interview. Because it, it's it's tough. It's, it's really nervous when you're like nerve wracking it when you first start doing this. Like, I've been doing this for a while, so it's pretty easy. But you know, I, you know, I, I don't know how he would handle himself with like big name, like Renee Michelle, and he has this huge crush and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh. yeah, no, no, no. I, I understand. Um, I know like for me, like we, so it was funny cause like Chaz used to lead off like all the interviews and like once, cause let's be real. We all, I started this, we started this podcast because of COVID. Um, but once like COVID kind of like, like, everybody went and started going back to work like I was still able to like talk to wrestlers but the problem was is like I wasn't the host I was the co-host like I was just a plus one but eventually what happened was is I ended up taking over the show and just like finding all these other wrestlers to book and stuff like that and you're right when you have that first not that okay not to be disrespectful okay but like everybody everybody's a name but sometimes you get those big names right and I think for us like the first big name that we got was actually uh TJP and that was my first, my first leadoff interview with a big name. And you're right, like, you're like, 
oh, you're like sweating, but you know, like on the other side, they're on your team, but you're like sweating and you're just like, I hope I don't stutter and stammer and say something stupid. And then, you know, then we blow the whole interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still, to this day, like I'll still stutter sometimes and get a little, little nervous, but you know, that's just kind of my character. Like I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm known for being a little like awkward and stuff like that when it comes to being social, that's just kind of who I am. And I, I just, you know, learn to accept that. <laughs> yeah, I know like my buddy uh, we kind of threw him into the fire like right off the jump and he was um he's hosting a show now that we're we're starting up it comes on like every every other Wednesday it's called returning to the ring and uh yeah we just threw him into the fire we were just like all right bro you're hosting the show we gave him a test run we didn't really put up live now we're running live and uh yeah he's like and we've only had like a couple of guys on the show so uh big trouble Ben Bishop was our first guest because he was our first guest on Now Enter the Ring. And then uh, we've had uh, Ron Holiday on. Actually, it was just on the 20th of January. And, uh, yeah, he was like, uh, I mean, it's, it, it's, this is going to be fun. Like, we have a great time. And I'm just like, yep, that, that was me. <laughs> yep, yeah. And I remember one of my my first big name was Thunder Rosa. And she was probably, like, my third or fourth interview. I'll be honest with you, because I just got an Indies wrestling. I didn't know how like big of a star she was at the time until I started doing a little research and I saw like everything she'd done. I'm like, holy smokes! Like this this girl's a big deal, and I was really nervous going into that too. And you know, um, I I feel like I didn't do well, which is why like I was glad I got her on the show again back in October because it kind of allowed me to kind of like redeem myself and that was a really good interview because I did bring my co-host on Brianna into it and it was a great conversation we recorded for like 40 minutes we chatted for like 15 minutes afterwards so you know it really went well and that really like made me feel good to know I get I actually was able to give her a better interview than I did before because that always kind of like ate me up <laughs> yeah, I, think that's yeah. Nice. I wish I had that one back like you're right there are a few and I know I can always reach back out and people will want to come back on our show but I, the one thing I really like, aston- like, I don't want to say astonished if that's not the right word. The one thing that, that, that popped me was that your guys' podcast is exactly the same kind of world that I want to feature, right, is that is the female wrestlers. Because the one thing about, like, what we're seeing is obviously, like, this is a male-driven business. Um, but, like, I, I would tell people all the time, I was like, if the women of Raw, right, and we're talking WWE, the women of Raw were just given an hour they will carry the show for you because they are that good. I was like, and there's more women like that all over, all over the U S whether you're in California or you're all the way up into, you know, in Maine, you know, you have people like, um, like a basic Becca who's coming out of limitless. Who's like a, an, an amazing wrestler all the way up to, you know, Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair over at WWE. And like you said, Thunder Rosa, of course, you know, but you guys feature all these women wrestlers and they come on your show and you have a great time. You have great conversations with them. So I'm like, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of jealous, but I'm also like super excited that there's someone else out there who wants to feature female wrestlers. Yeah, because um, that obviously that wasn't like like my intention when I first started. It was supposed to be, oh, I'm just gonna talk about WWE and NXT. And then when I started like doing these interviews, I did have a few men on the show, like I had Kakoa, Rush Hour, um, Matthew Palmer, and then I just started like I, I took a page out of my friend um. Um, Patricia from those wrestling girls or Queen PR as she goes by on the show. Um, she had told me when I started because I, I got really like down and discouraged because I wasn't getting a lot of views. And she kind of told me like, "Hey, like there are thousands of wrestling podcasts out there. You need to find an identity for your show that makes you stand out from any other shows." 
So I'm thinking like, I'm a huge fan of women's wrestling as it is. I've just started getting into indies wrestling and wow, women are wrestling. I, I really like that promotion. So I'm thinking like, well, why not start covering the indies wrestling? And it, and it just, it just a, a big coincidence that, you know, the name is O-Face, which was Ember Moon's finisher when she was in the indies. So it all just kind of meshed together. I'm like, I'm going to do indies and, you know, women's wrestling. And, and it's just like, I just kept growing and growing and growing with it. And it's, and it just became such a, you know, a, it grew so much bigger than I expected it to be, honestly. Like, you know, it's the fact that I have, you know, every week I'm having one or two different wrestlers on the show. And it's just like, it's, it's just crazy, honestly. Yeah. And, that, and yeah. You, you mentioned like, it's just, it's, it's great to see like, there's just an appreciation in the indie scene for women wrestling because, you know, they deserve it. Like they, they really do. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, I see a lot of podcasts like interview women, but you don't really see a lot that, you know, solely focused on it. Um, I actually met this one girl who um, she runs a podcast called A Wrestling Gal. She's actually just like me. She has women wrestlers all the time. She's actually featured almost 100 total like and that's why i recently started doing two a week i'm like i need to catch up be like this girl's like killing me but i'm we we i've guessed it on her show she's great like um i've hooked her up with some wrestlers she's hooked me up with some so it's good like building those relationships with people too that are like usually you can like help each other out because for me like this ain't a competition like i'm doing it for fun if other people want to do the same thing that's cool like let's support each other kind of thing but yeah it is really nice seeing other people out there like that yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That, like all like rising tides floats all ships, you know. And uh, I definitely like helping out other like other podcasts because I think that you know the more collaborations you do, the more like you'll get your name out. But then they, on the on the other side, you're gonna get their name out too as well. And uh, you're right, man. Like I know we had um like my the first real like the, our first real woman wrestler that we had on was actually Lane Rosario, who actually is doing part time stuff with WWE right now. Um, Derby Doll is like her her stage name, like her her shoot name or working name. But Derby Doll, uh, Lane Rosario, and now she's a referee and you know all through Florida. She does part time work for WWE, and we brought her on. And actually, the crazy part was is the only reason why we met was because one of my friends is in the military. We we're in the military together, and he was friends with a wrestler who just happened to be her. And so he introduced us to her. He introduced me to her. We brought her on a show. We did a full interview. And then we started grabbing more female talent because of that. And then we're able to showcase like, hey, we've had such and such and such and such, this person, that person. And then, you know, you're right. What's crazy is that if you if you watch, you can see like everybody will point to their friends, but you can see how much of a network like it really works out to be. And uh, that was something for me. Like I'm like I'm in the business. I, I work, you know, and I, I wrestled in West Virginia as well as in D.C., and you know hopefully move up to new york soon you know as covid passes by but like yeah it's like all making these crazy networks and so like for me i go through and take all these bad bumps i'm just like hey i know you just body slammed me out there on the mat but um you want to be on my podcast (laughs) (laughs) so i have to ask you um is it common for people who wrestle to also run like a wrestling podcast and then interview other wrestlers and stuff like that? So I don't know. I can't really put my finger on it and say yes. I know there's champions of wrestling or is it classic champions? Oh, shoot. What was uh, Teresa's podcast? Uh, yeah, I think champions of wrestling with Stan. And I know Stan trains. 
Like, I know he's in the ring a lot. Oh, uh, you talking about talk of champions? Talk of champions, thank you. Yeah, st- when you said Stan, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm standing on Shanties. Yeah, Shanties. Yeah, so, okay, so I guess I just have a guest join me behind me. Um, but, yeah, so I know I know Stan trains because I've seen him, like, I've seen videos of him, like, in the ring. I know that um, uh, Mad Max Morrison, like, he's had a podcast. Um, I don't know if he's still running it, but I know he's had a couple guys on. Um so I guess it kind of varies. I don't think it's common per se, but I definitely see, especially for us, where like on Sundays we have a live debate show. And as much as we try not to bury the products, like we definitely go through and we debate certain topics in wrestling. So you see us as workers and you'll see us as hosts as well. Like here we are on the show, like just giving our two cents. But yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Like, I think, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think it's cool. I mean, like I said, you don't really see it. So I think that's pretty awesome that, you know, you're kind of also given, you know, kind of like, you know, a, a spotlight on other wrestlers, you know, and, uh, you know, and doing, you know, living your dream and doing, you know, more than just wrestling. You know, I think that's really dope. I, 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 because you're right. Like every podcast and like, this is, this is obviously like a different type of interview than I would do with like other wrestlers. But, like, when I bring other wrestlers on, it's because, like, I tell everyone, um, when I started, right, I had no idea what I was doing. Like, I have a trainer, right? He's a great dude, Sicken, like, shout outs. Um, he, he's been teaching me a lot, but, like, I didn't know, I wanted to learn a lot because, like, I know I don't look it, but I'm, I'm, I'm turning 36 in September. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I was like, so I know, like, my time is, like, limited in the business, so, like, how am I going to get better? Well, from what people have always told me is that you'll learn a lot when you sit behind the scenes, like in a locker room with people and just ask questions. So I was like, well, why do I have, why don't I have a podcast that does that? Right. So the first couple of interviews we brought on people, it was just like us BSing with them and having like great conversations just about like whatever, normal everyday stuff. But it was one of the guys on our show, his name's Josh. We call him JJ Q. You guys heard it. He's got tons of names. But Q would, um, he'd ask the question, like, what advice would you give to future, like, up-and-coming wrestlers? And so it got my clocks with her thinking, like, what am I, why don't I ask questions that legitimately make sense for me, right? So I started asking questions, like, yo, like, how did you handle this bump? Like, what did you do about this? Like, where was this going? Like, how did you deal, how'd you work on this tile? How'd you come with your character? Like, just all these questions that were just genuinely about the business. And slowly I watched everything change from, like, this, like, talk show to like a how-to and then it just clicked and I was like that's how I tell people like um you know one of the guests you kind of mentioned where where I'm talking with uh Danny B and like scheduling her for the show and uh like I fully intend like being like hey like how did you come up with your character like what did you do about this like how did you get to that point like what did you do when you got here like because to get better obviously you're gonna have to ask a lot of questions and that's where I'm at so I'm like all right well shit this is like this is a how-to how to get into the business and then what to do once you're in the business. And so that's where like our, our podcast is kind of unique from everybody else. Yeah. Cause I feel like because of the fact that you wrestle and you know, all the insights to wrestling, you can kind of ask questions that a non wrestler would, you know, wouldn't even think to ask, you know, like, especially like you mentioned like about the bumps and stuff like that. Like, yeah, we get asked like, of course, you know, what inspired your character? What got you into wrestling? But you know, a little bit more and get, get a little bit more detailed with your questions. So I think that's, um, you know, definitely makes you stand out from others. Yeah. It was cool. I feel like a lot of people like, 
because they they're like you know they hear it they're like oh yeah it's a podcast like i'll just go beyond there but like off the jump like i tell people like the person that you see here like on the camera is the same person you'll meet outside but like all the questions that ask you is genuine and i know like i've had a couple people who are like dude like when you ask me questions i genuinely feel like you're interested i was like dude i have an entire book outside in my in my living room right now that when people give me advice i go back to it and i jot down like all the advice that they give me so you know, as I, I mentioned, we have a hundred plus interviews. That's a lot of things to write. <laughs> so it's like, you know, and I kind of feel like, I feel like I hear the same kind of advice over and over again, which means that one, it's true. And two, you should be following that advice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but here's like another question I really do like want to ask, cause I'm, I'm very curious about with you, man. Like what's one place that you want to travel to do an in-person interview? Honestly, I would say Texas. Um, I really want to, well, in general, I've always wanted to go to Texas since I was young, but um, I really want to go to a Mission Pro Wrestling show, and I would love to interview any of their wrestlers. Um, It seems like a great atmosphere. I've heard nothing but good things about, you know, like the locker room, the shows, everything, and it just seems like a really fun environment to be in. Um, I've done it like two live interviews in New Jersey at um, the Goddesses of War events, and it's it's pretty fun. Um, there I, I make them quick, obviously, but I would love to start doing that at more shows, and I think going to a mission pro show maybe like doing a one-on-one interview with thunder rosa or robin reed i think that'd be really cool oh yeah definitely uh, i know it was on a, i was being asked on c3w's podcast they're asking me about like who's my favorite promotion to watch because they're like you know it's c3w i work for them they're like the gold standard of wrestling so they're like well what's your favorite promotion to watch and i was like yo goddesses of war with titan championship wrestling they're like why i was like because it's all females, and, like, females need to be recognized, and I just keep saying, like, I keep harping on that point, just like you did, and it's, uh, like, well, who, and they asked me, like, if there's one name that you could bring from Goddesses of War to C3W, who would it be? I was like, Gabby Ortiz, let's go. (laughs) It was, I gotta tell you a funny story about Gabby, so, um, the first Goddesses of War event that I went to back in July, I wrote like a, a mini like article about my experience at the show and like about some of the matches. Um, Holiday's my favorite wrestler, and that's who um, Gabby Ortiz competed against. So when I wrote about that match, I really only talked about Holiday, and I shared it, of course, on social media. And Gabby had read it and saw that I wrote like nothing about her, so she kind of wrote like a little smart comment about it. And I, and I felt really bad. I'm like, shit, I really didn't write anything about her. So I DM'd her and I apologized. She said, she said that she was just joking. And then I was like, you know, let me like feature you on my show. So she actually like, you know, we recorded together back in September. And it, she's a really cool person, you know. It just, it's, it's just funny how that happened. Yeah, it's funny. Another one of my friends who, he has nerds of wrestling and he's an amazing dude, Justin Del Rio. Uh, he interviewed her and then like, he's like a big fan of hers. So he like, went to a show in New Jersey that she just happened to be wrestling at and they met for the first time. And like, that's like one of the first things that like we talked about was like just fan interaction, like her favorite fan interaction. She was just like, yeah, just meet Justin Del Rio. Like, you know, here's a person that we've talked about like all the time and we did an interview and then all of a sudden here I am like meeting him. And it was like, she was like, it was just like meeting an old friend. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's lit. Yeah, she's really nice. I, I met her in person. She didn't recognize me at first. So she like she's like, who me who do you mean to make the the autograph out to? And I was like, uh, JT's like, oh, that's right. I was like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, I don't have to ask. Uh, you said Justin Del Rio. Is there any um, relation to Alberto Del Rio? Yeah, he gave me. I felt like you know. 
I interviewed I, him. I interviewed him a couple days ago, just on the show. Just I wanted to see like, and he, that's exactly the first thing he said. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I'm not related to Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> yeah, I had to ask just because you know, it, it's hard not to think about that. You know. Oh no, definitely. <gasps> I I make fun of him about it all the time, <laughs> so he catches it from me. <laughs> But uh, all right, man. So that's really kind of like all like the bigger, like harder hitting questions that like I have for you. But we do have the best segment on this show, which is called the three count podcast, 10 count question. Here's how it works. I'm going to ask you a series of questions, 10 of them, whatever first comes to your mind. Okay. Is it like a one word answer or just like. No, it's whatever you can come up with. Just okay. Top of the dome. I've asked a person seriously like a question and I got answers that I just never expected to hear out. So. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, a little so nervous. Imaginary timer on the clock. Bing. And here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Uh, Smackdown. Favorite TV show? Uh, um, Game of Thrones. Sonic or Mario? Sonic. Favorite movie? Uh, Forrest Gump. Hey, shout out. I love that movie. <laughs> uh, too hot or too cold? Uh, too cold. Here's the, here's the tough one. Favorite X-Men? Uh, Storm. Hey, shout out to Storm. I love her. Batman or Superman? Oh, Batman. Favorite Disney cartoon? Oh, wow. I'm not really a big Disney person. Um, I guess you could say Fantasia. Okay. I like that. If oh, that yeah. counts. Yeah, it counts. Nominate one okay. person you want to see on this podcast. Gia Scott. Hey, shout out. And then last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this show, favorite curse word? F word. I won't say it, but you... It's, it, it, no, it's, 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 it's eligible. Okay. Go Fuck. for it. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, go for it. <laughs> It's totally allowed on this show. I didn't want to break any YouTube violation rules or anything like that on for any of your videos. Whatever. If we get demonetized, we get demonetized. I'm not worried about it. Every single episode has someone dropping some kind of word. Okay. Okay. I'm good then. <laughs> but more importantly, man, this is what I need from you. I need you to tell our listeners and our viewers where they can find you. All right. So you can find us, you know, just about everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, um, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, literally just search O-Face Wrestling and boom, will pop up. That. So there you have it. This is the Three Count Podcast. Presents now into the ring and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, here with O-Show Wrestling Podcast. And the man himself, JT. So you guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there. Or psych. This is the only place to be. Peace. Thanks for having me. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to Twitter.com, right? Go over there. Find us at the three count underscore pod. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to YouTube.com. Give us a subscribe. Turn the bell on. Turn on notifications. Leave a comment. 
we want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.